Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to a Mouse Clubhouse Conversation. Hi, this is Scott Wolf, and this conversation is with Jack Lindquist. In this conversation from 2008, Jack opened up about his pre-Disney days as an actor, beginning as a child extra in the Our Gang comedies, also known as The Little Rascals. Jack began his 38-year career with Disney shortly after Disneyland opened in 1955. Starting as an advertising manager, Jack continued doing marketing for Disneyland and later Walt Disney World and the International Disney Resorts before becoming the first president of Disneyland in 1990. From the Disneyland Pigskin Classic college football game, always with the Disney halftime show, by the way, to Blast to the Past in the 1980s, bringing Disneyland back to the 1950s, complete with beach parties and sock hops, Jack never seemed to run out of ideas. I was fortunate enough to become friends with Jack, and I loved hearing his stories. It wasn't uncommon for me to pull out a voice recorder at lunch and capture some of his memories. Unfortunately, there were way too many stories that I didn't record. I mean, I couldn't possibly record every conversation we ever had, but I sure am grateful for the hours of audio that I do have, and I'm happy to share it with you. Here's Jack Lindquist. Were you in the Our Gang comedies? Uh, yes. You really were. But I was just one of the kids in the next room. Yes. Uh, you know, so I worked on several of the our, our gang comedies. Yeah. Uh, with Darla and uh, Buckwheat. Oh, yeah. And uh, Spanky and Alfalfa. Then it was uh, uh, as a kid, then uh, it was during the Depression. Yeah. So, you know, uh, for a family, every dollar you bring in, we got originally got $5.10 a day. Wow. For oh working God. on it. And then. Uh, I went up to eight and a quarter, and then I was... Big money. <laughs> yo, big money. Well, you know, uh, if you're a kid, you're going to school, and you could uh, work two days a week. That was 1650 Yeah. That was big money. Yeah. You'd have to call into Central Casting. Oh, really? And they'd... Uh, Say, yeah, we have a job for you tomorrow at Paramount. Uh, you're going to be the first movie that was ever in. It's a long forgotten nothing. Really? It was a Columbia picture called Midget Millionaire. What is it? Midget, Midget Millionaire. Millionaire. Really? So this was a group of uh, kids that they dressed up as adults because it's a lot cheaper to use kids as adults. And uh, I, we had uh, vests, double-breasted suits, and, you know, fedora hats. Wow. And we were supposed to be uh, a group of business. I never saw the movie. I never heard of it again. Really? I don't think it's available. I'm going to do some research. I don't think it's available on DVD or anything really? else. How did you get in? Did your parents get you into that? Were your parents in the business or anything? No, I think my mother was a stage mother, you know. And uh, Shirley Temple was very popular. So she. 
took me for dancing lessons at Ethel Meglin, Meglin Kitty. Because that was the school that Surrey Temple had gone to. So, good thing led to another, you got to know people. I got, knew this Cassie agent that, uh, so you just started working. Now, why did you get out of that business? I was never had any desire to be a performer. Really? Absolutely. I actually worked from time I was seven years old till even. Birthday. Yeah. <laughs> but I worked. I worked in movies for from seven, seven years old till I worked for a year after I came out of the service. Because again, it was a good. I was uh, summer way to go to college, but I did a lot of dancing. Uh, in the movies, or yeah, I was uh, one. Of, I was under contract MGM for uh, thirteen weeks. We did best foot forward with Seal Ball. With Seal Ball, it was the first movie with there's three women that came out of that movie. Dory D. Haven, June Allison, and Nancy Walker. Really? All three of them had been in the uh, best report on the stage in New York. And so when the MGM made the movie, they brought the three girls out. Did you dance in that movie? Yeah. So if I get that, I'll see you in there. Yeah. You were going to have to get that. Uh-oh. There's a... <laughs> There's a number near the opening of the movie called uh, Wish I May, Wish I Might. And uh, it's, it's a military school and the, uh, the girls have arrived for the big ball and uh, there's a human guide and uh, we're on steps. Yep, good. And uh, we we sing a line of the song. It was all pre-recorded, and my line was uh, uh, just a little open top job. Okay, <laughs> just a little open top job. Wish I had myself a C card that would suit me to a teapot. I could take my dragon driving and I would get the wish I wish to And uh, that was in the movie with Elizabeth Scott. Uh, can't remember the two guys, but I played a telegram boy and I'm delivering a telegram that her husband died. So, you know, there's a knock at the door and shows me, I say, a telegram, this is so-and-so. And, uh, but you know, it was, it was fun, but I never, never wanted to be an actor. That's, that was your mom. 
Oh, and you know, she didn't. Uh, you know, as a young kid growing up in, in Hollywood, at the during the Depression and just before World War II, uh, I ended up on each by a car when I turned 16 and paid for a lot of my family's vacations and stuff. So it was, it was, a, it was, it was a great experience. You know, the one thing you, you, you find real fast being a show business, you have to take rejection. Yes. Even at a young age? Oh, at seven years old, you know. You might be lined up with 20 kids. Was it hard for you? No. You learned how? Yeah, it didn't bother me. What did your parents do for a living? My mother was a housewife. My dad was in the lumber business. And then, totally apart from anything I did, he became the purchasing agent, RKO. And we lived two blocks from RKO. So, I used to spend time on the RKO lot after school. My kids would go to the playground. I got to be a friend of Ginger Rogers' mother. Really? And I went and sat on her lap and watched Ginger Rogers because they're filming um, uh, The Fleet's End. You know, I, I, I did haircuts at the barber shop on the lot. Yeah. I was just, it was a home, you know. And, yeah, that was that was fun. We hope you've enjoyed this Mouse Clubhouse conversation. Thank you for joining us.